0: Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a hopefully quiet and calm conversation. Sometimes we get a little excited. We hope you will enjoy, listen, and maybe even sleep during this podcast. I'm your host, Marco Timpano.
1: And I'm your co-host, Nidhi Khanna.
0: Sometimes you say co-host and sometimes you say host. Do I? Yeah. Oh, We're both know. hosts. We're both co-hosts. It's so I'm I'm your co-host. <laughs> Does that make We're sense? both co-hosts. It's true. And I'm also a yeah. host and your host. It's
1: true. I'm your host and I'm your host. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I got to mm-hmm. like, I never noticed that before.
0: I only notice it because I edit, right? So oh, I hear yeah. sometimes, I'll, sometimes I'll edit episodes back to back.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, interesting.
0: I was driving by a field of wheat Wheat. recently okay we tweet w-h-e-a-t wheat and nitty you know i often hear about people on the prairies and how when you drive by wheat it almost looks like the sea going back and forth and it has a very relaxing sort of feel to it
1: mm-hmm.
0: it really does mm. even the color itself the color of wheat is a beautiful calm color for me anyways i find it very calm and relaxing
1: it also sounds like you keep saying you feel the wheat
0: Oh is that what it sounds like wheat <laughs> yeah. wheat
1: which is fine yeah like listen, another I'm sure
0: that's common relaxing yeah, it's that so people relaxing too I will say this so because and I talk about this because I'm often driving up north past farm right. farmlands and things, and it's impressive to see the different crops and the colors that they bring with them. so I believe it's um, canola that's very, very yellow Mm-hmm. And then I remember I was in Okay, this is going to sound really is the word bougie of me like when I'm trying to when I sound
1: I love where you're going <laughs> wherever this goes I really enjoy the fact that let's let's hear your bouginess
0: Marco. Okay. So, oh, I hope I get this right. You know, I was a tour guide in in Europe. Yes. And
1: our ourselves <laughs> ready. Uh, <laughs> and you you were on a it was a bicycle tour guide. Yeah, you are the bougiest. So <laughs> And most hipster. Did I use did
0: I use this for I'm so not hipstery. If you look at me particularly now, it's I said true. to Nitty, I'm like, he's
1: in like I, I'm a grey like, t shirt and
0: stained shorts. <laughs> I was even like a nitty I had to race here. I could I wanted to change. I I I dropped some coffee on my shorts. In the in the worst place that you could drop coffee on your shorts, if you can imagine. But I was at my sister's house. And because we're doing our basement, I don't have laundry right now. So I said to my sister, Can I do some laundry at your house? And she's like, um, "Yeah, sure, of course." So I took off my pants and threw them in the laundry, but I didn't put any stain remover on the stain, and I had to do a very—it was a—it was a light, small load, so the stain isn't—it just looks worse. It just looks worse, <laughs> lady. Anyways, back to my travels and my bougie and my bougie statement. So, our headquarter, our European headquarters, were was in Bone, France. Okay. Okay. So it's a beautiful, France is beautiful, and and Bone is in Burgundy, and they have the the Gold Coast, is what they call the Gold Coast. Sure. But it's in the middle of France. It's not on a coast, right? And part of our sort of end of season wrap-up was we were going to get on bikes and ride the Gold Coast. And so I was like, what is this they're talking about? I was not Because wouldn't
1: that Normally the Gold Coast Is like in Australia right? Right
0: There's the Gold Coast In Australia And they call it um, How do you say that in French? Cote d'or Cote d'or Right thank you And I was going to say Cote d'azur But that's not That's that's,
1: in France though
0: Yeah But that's not where it was (laughs) How quickly this is turning From bougie To Marco doesn't know anything
1: Well and also Bougie stands for bourgeois So there we go All the French
0: All the French I should have learned So we're riding along these beautiful hills in burgundy and i'm like and i remember talk, turning to the guy that was beside me i'm like why do they call it the gold coast i never understood that and we went up the hill and around and it was in september and all the wheat all no all the leaves of the grapes that they grow for the wine oh. had turned yellow oh. and it was just to see and the and the sun was hitting it in the right, and it was just, all it was was golden leaves, golden leaves, golden leaves. And it was like, it was as if the French gods had slapped me in the face to say, <laughs> this is why it's called the Gold Coast. It was spectacular, oh spectacular. You, you never sort of think about, like, you know, all the work that goes into... Putting these p- planting these crops and and raising the crops and, and then you see the beauty of it. Like have you ever mm. seen a field of sunflowers?
1: Mm-hmm. Beautiful.
0: And how they the They're sunflower so turns with the sun? Yeah.
1: So crazy. Yeah. But okay, so but how did that make you bougie?
0: Because I'm riding around in the Gold Coast of okay. France. I guess I, I, I guess it didn't, but I should have told it better. I should have told it. Better. And then I turned the corner and I was like, There, there well, you Well what have you the Gold needed
1: Coast. to do was also take out in in your basket a picnic of like wine olives cheeses and just lay in the field Mm. having
0: that's what I did every day like it's it's so funny because I would have to prepare these baskets and these picnics for people and but i had to work to do that It wasn't fun it wasn't like it's was like okay they're coming around the corner <laughs> i gotta have it, all the spread out do i have enough cheese do i have the yeah, right? you've had
1: some great stories from that. Uh, I've had some stories great that we can't read along here no but, but no. uh yeah it was
0: uh would you ever do a bicycle tour
1: i don't know i'm not a big bicycle person okay um but possibly what about a
0: hiking tour
1: Hiking, I would do. I did
0: a hiking tour. I did some hiking tours.
1: Yeah, I like um, like I hiked Cin- Cinque Terre. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I would do hiking.
0: Yeah, I was a, I was a guide for hike. the Piemonte, the north north uh, west region of Italy. I wasn't a good hiking guide. I don't
1: know why.
0: I used to get lost.
1: (laughs) You're like, what's this compass? What is this compass? No, we would never use a compass.
0: It was always like, oh, damn, where do we turn? Uh, Another vineyard? You're taking out the map. It's like, "Uh, do I turn left or right at this vineyard? They all look the same, Nitty. (laughs) Plus, I'd have wine, and it'd be like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Oh, come on.
1: No one else then needed to know either. They were already, they were all wined up too.
0: Mm-hmm. So, as long as you lead with confidence. I remember getting to a dead end, like making people march down this field for like a good 20 minutes. <laughs> and then I realized we went the wrong way. That's not a good feeling. But I always had a some story. The, I was always like, some of the best <laughs> times you'll ever have are getting lost. That's what every guy. Isn't that says? So
1: very Italian where it's like, oh, oh huh? you know
0: that just adds (laughs) look at the view from here you wouldn't get this view every tour guide will always say some of the best experiences you'll have is when you get lost Mm. and that's just guide speak for I'm lost how I'm going to turn this lemon into lemonade I've never none of my best experience ever happened when I was lost.
1: When I was in Italy, I always found it really funny because I would find sometimes you'd, you know, it was before kind of cell phones really sure. before you looked on cell phone maps and stuff like Good. that or had GPS on your phone, and so, you know, we'd I, I'd ask someone to to guide me and like look on the street or whatever, and it would be really funny because you could tell like a they were kind of uh, uh, some of the locals were a bit. Like oh you speak Italian okay right. I wasn't expecting that right mm-hmm. like um, uh, from this like brown tourist right, right? and so um, th- so first they would have that moment of uh, okay so I can respond in Italian. But then you could also see them not know. Like, you would know when they didn't know, and it would be like they would still direct you. Like, you would still, no matter what, like, you could tell 100% this person does have no idea where this monument or this random, obscure, I don't know, thing that I'm looking for, place that I'm looking for, and yet I'd still get directions. Like, I really just don't think that that's right.
0: My favorite (laughs) expression In Italian. Before I even say that, I want to say that you and I need to go to Italy together. Oh
1: my God, we'd have so much fun.
0: I would love it. We need to do this podcast in Italy. In Italy, Italy. done. I think our listeners would love it. If we're like, this this episode was recorded in Rome, people would love it. There's an expression in Italian which is dritto sempre dritto, which means. (laughs) Straight.
1: I Means straight. Keep
0: going straight, yeah. and it's a direction that they'll give you, right? You'll be like, "How do I get to this castle or this or this spot, this piazza?" And they'll be like, "Okay, I'm go 200 meters. You turn right, and then you know, at the first little bar, you're going to turn left, and then for." You know, eight hundred meters, dritto, sempre dritto, straight, <laughs> always straight. Just keep going straight. nitty when you hear those words, <laughs> you know, you know, that <laughs> Just, <laughs> there's not one road in Italy that is ever straight. I'll never forget. I was on that. They told us we had very little gas in the car. I was born in my cousin's car, and we couldn't figure out how to open the gas. The, I don't. It was. It was different. It was like a. It was weird. Anyways, this was years ago. And so we didn't have enough gas and we went to Cremona was the city and we had to get back to Brescia. And we're like, we better get back. We don't have the gas and we can't figure out how to deal with this g- gas situation here. And so we asked the woman, we asked the woman, like, how do we go? And she's like, turn on the highway and then go sempre you <laughs> Sure enough, we turn on the highway, it forks? Oh, no. And I'm like, well, what happens now? And sure enough, Neri, I'm like, do I go straight or what seems straight or should I veer to the left? And the person I was with was like, well, I don't know, veer to the left. So we veered to the <laughs> no. left. And it was like, we probably should have gone with C straight. Anyways, it was, fun. Oh, it was fun. But
1: isn't it fun, like, getting lost sometimes? In So in Cinque Terre, we, um, you know, when we arrived, so it was two friends of mine who I was traveling around with. And, uh, you know, at one point, we were in this village <laughs> and we turn around and the so it was, uh one of the friends that I was with he's gone and it's like where did you go we have no idea right and so we like both me and and my friend that I was with was like
0: sorry this is in france this
1: is in italy, no, in, italy in Cinque Terre okay. and so we turn around and we're like okay we got to go find him right? right like but then we also didn't have a place to stay yet it was it was a very chaotic moment <laughs> and we're just like we were also really upset because both me and her were like, he knows that we need to find a place to stay. Right. And like, where is he? Like, what did he do? Sure.
0: And there's, So for and like a half
1: a- an hour, Marco, we're sitting there like trying to find him, going back, we're tracing our steps. Yep. And then we're like, okay, let's go back to where we last saw him. And then we're walking, we're walking, we're walking. And then we walk up this cobblestone stone, uh, lane and we turn around and he's right behind us. Oh. And we're like, where will, will, have you yeah, been? He's he like, I, I never left.
0: He just what he, peeled back and watched you guys go crazy.
1: He obviously left, okay. but he will not admit that he actually left. Are so you I still know, friends with
0: still, this gentleman? No, okay. Neither one of them. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but we
1: did find a gem of a place oh. um, in Chingueta. In um, what's the first village?
0: I've Western never different. been. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Oh, Marco. this is. I'm
0: gonna call this the bougie episode this because is... it's just us talking about really bougie <laughs> things. Okay, I'll give you time to think about the place. Did I ever tell yeah. you about the time me and Amanda and once again I'm just gonna go bougie all the way? Hopped on a decommissioned train <laughs> in, in Spain. <laughs> so we hop on this train, and there's no one on the train, and I don't know why we hopped on the train. Right, and I can speak Spanish. I can speak a bit of Spanish. So we're on this train, and I'm like, there's no one on this train. Mm-hmm. And the lights are off, but we got on somehow. I'm like, this doesn't, this doesn't seem like the train. <laughs> so I'm like, I think we should probably get off. So as we're sussing that, all of a sudden the train starts to go. <laughs> no. It starts to go, right? And I'm like, wait, there's there's no one on this train. There's no one no, it on was this train.
1: It was going to like a scrap metal yard or something.
0: So we pull into a station and it wasn't like, you know, we didn't pull into like a Normal. major, like, a, like you know, we weren't in Girona at this point. We were in some little. Somewhere. I don't even know. I don't even know. It didn't even seem like a proper station. It seemed like the station where the conductors go to have a smoke. It, did, it, it didn't seem <laughs>
1: a smoking station. So then
0: I'm like, oh my God, like we're the only. So we go from cart to cart until we find someone. This
1: is like a bank heist waiting to happen.
0: And the, the person. Says, what are you guys doing on this train? And we're like, I don't know. We're just train. tourists. We're just tourists. Please, don't don't bring us to your smoke station. <laughs> and so he's like, you know, rolling his eyes. He's like, now I got to deal with these stupid <laughs> tourists, right? And so he we had to walk like the length of the station. So where, where this train stopped was not right at the station, but where trains pull off for service. Sure. And so he walked with us back to the station, the small little station. We waited at least 40 minutes for a proper train to arrive in this small town to take us to, I think, where we're going to Girona, which is in um, which is in the region of Cat, um, where they speak Catalan. Mm. Catalonia is what I'm trying to say. And there you go. There's that little story. What's your next bougie story? Oh, gosh. What's
1: my next bougie story? You must story? have some
0: Montreal bougie stories. Okay, I've got another one. Okay. So... I used to live in New York City. I'm just name dropping like all these it. cool places. These are They're all
1: really. <laughs> it's just... I was just about, as you said, I used to live in New York City. The, the story that I was thinking about. <laughs> do it.
0: Like, Go for it.
1: I used to live in the south of France.
0: <laughs> do it. <laughs> people are going to listen to this show. This is the show where people are going to hate us. Where we've got a lot of listeners who love us and are like, well, they're so, like, we get some beautiful, and thank you for these um, beautiful messages, reviews, and and whatnot, where it's like, there's so much, and now they're going to be like, these two are smug. All we talk about is going to wonderful places. I know. But the funny thing is, Nidhi, when I was in these places, I had no money. It's not like I was living. No, it wasn't, that's, like, that's
1: the best part. It's like literally you have nothing. And so, you know, you're sleeping on a beach and that's where yeah. these stories come from. Or I
0: backpacked. And like, you know, one time I went to Europe backpacking and my backpack didn't make it. <laughs> so I had gone to London and my backpack went to, I think it was called Ponte del Garo. Oh, my the, God. Uh, Delgado. Oh, I don't even know where that is. And then it went back home and I was backpacking for two months without a backpack. It was insane. Oh no. So I had to buy a new backpack, but I didn't have anything. Like I had the clothes that were on Um, me. Literally. And so then I went on a shopping spree. I was like, I don't know what else to do.
1: Yeah. No, what can you do? Yeah. You just have to like get everything back. No, I used to, (laughs) I used to work. I did an internship at the four seasons in the South of France. And amazing. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. Um, but it was in this remote area about a wow. half an hour from can and so there was one bus that left it, the buses only ran monday to friday there was a bus at eight in the morning mm. and then there was a bus leaving can to come back at 5 p.m
0: that's it so that's good it good luck you so you me.
1: were stuck in this t- <laughs> this was is before this uber down. and lyft all, all of it. Okay. yes everything and so you know they had like a little staff house where the staff would be and I was significantly older than most of the people in there because I was doing my post-grad and it was an internship for that. And so your
0: French must be awesome. I knew you speak for French but...
1: Not not anymore. I haven't spoken it in a really long oh. time. Um, but I understand it. I'm streaming something on Netflix right now in French. And oh, like, amazing. Oh, I don't actually need the subtitles for this. Um, but yeah, so, so that was... But But you know, it was one of those things where it's like let, like, let these be my problems. I was complaining <laughs> about you know being in the sunshine in you know the middle of France, and it's like all I could do is go to the lake on the weekend. <laughs> like, all I could do is go out to the club when someone else would drive <laughs> like it was it was a total city girl having a country experience sure. for the first time sure. and uh, so because I was working in in uh, I was doing my internship as part of my MBA and as part of my internship I had to do this like competitive analysis and this kind of like um, analysis of the resort and, and make these recommendations and so they were like it's really important that you understand fully um, how you know this place operates like what is the brand promise what it like what makes us better than other luxury hotels and so in order for them to do that this is the bougiest part of the story oh i love it
0: everyone settle down here it comes
1: they literally were like you should be you should just like spend a week at the spa spend a week doing this spend a week doing that (laughs) (laughs) one weekend they gave me a car to drive around um, <laughs> so the France to understand the location that I was in. so because of like the competitive analysis of like I why would people choose this? How
0: was that part of your trip? <laughs> it, was,
1: it was amazing. It was also like how was know, the
0: the spa, part? The spa. <laughs> tell me about the spa.
1: And then afterwards, it was really funny because at the end, they were so nice to me. And, you know, I did pretty much like a elevated you know business school project when I look back on now I'm like oh um but I guess it was okay no, but some of
0: those projects can lead to you know yeah no this. it
1: was it was it was like they gave me a lot of support they were really great and what was your
0: favorite part of the spa I'm just gonna, so, delve, so, I'm so, gonna... but this is the
1: whole thing at the end after giving me all these things uh they were like we want to thank you and they gave me like a day at the spa like a massage, and they like go spend the day in the pool. <laughs> and I was like, "How did I hit this jackpot?" Well,
0: yeah. listen, you know what? When in the south of France, yeah, you just dude, you dude. roll with it. <laughs> what are, What are things you love to do in spas, or is there something you seem like a spa type person to yeah, me? Yeah, I'm a total you seem, so, Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I enjoy a good.
0: Um, Don't say robe because we did that already. So that's <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Can I tell you before you <laughs> arrived today? I did have that robe on, and yeah. I was like, I can't can't do this, Marco. I cannot answer the door
0: in sweatpants. You can in, always answer the door in that row. row. You can always <laughs> always.
1: Natasha Lovato's shout
0: out to Natasha. <laughs> shout out. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: she has some great bougie stories. Oh, Natasha I because bet. I worked for this company that did tours and then they needed someone and she had just either left her job or something had happened. She was no longer working at the place. And so I was like I have the perfect person for you. And they're like, "What?" I'm like, <clears throat> "I have the most perfect person. I don't know if she'll accept this job because she has other opportunities, but <clears> so then I, I kind of said Natasha's name and I told I called her up and I said, "Listen, if you want this job, you know, I don't think you have to fight too hard. Your credentials speak for themselves." And she got it for 2 years. She was she no was way. yeah, she worked in Italy and and, you know, I then I would go visit her Amazing. and she would take me to all these wonderful places and just be like I remember I was like I need to bring something back for Amanda who I wasn't married for at the time and I want to bring something special she goes I'm going to bring you to a stocking store where you can get really beautiful stockings and I'm like what <laughs> so yeah. random she's like this this is what everybody's wearing here blah 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 what? so I bought Nitty, I've never been to a stocking a place that just sells, sells stockings stockings or nylons I don't know what you call them mm-hmm. and I bought and then I'm in the store feeling all the differences in their... You know how they are. And then I had an espresso in the store. And That's they were the, the salesperson was laying out all these stockings to me. like, And then they wrapped it. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm buying stockings. And I brought stockings.
1: That's hilarious. And it
0: was like, they're beautiful, but I'll never wear them. <laughs> like, okay, well, there you go.
1: They ended yeah. up in a clothing swap. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. so, That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But my New York story, yes, to get back please. to it. And then I need to hear... You you haven't been to New York? No. I have, I have. Okay, so then I need I to I just haven't
1: it. been in a while.
0: So, I have a friend in there, and he's like, <clears throat> let's go to this speakeasy in the Lower East Side. This was years ago, before the Lower East Side was the place to be. And he takes me down this alley, and I'm like, dude, this is kind of sketchy where we are right now. was just wait for it. And, you know, the alley, as you can imagine, a dingy, scary New York alley didn't have the nicest smell either. Mm-hmm. And he knocks on the door, and you know, those little tiny square pieces on doors yeah. that people, people will slide. Open. Yes, yeah. It slid. The person looked in. Didn't ask for a password, but my buddy said, you know, John so-and-so sent us. It slid back. It opened. Oof. And I walked into the Great Gatsby. No. All of a sudden, Nitty, it was like, it was surreal. The
1: bougiest of the bougies.
0: It was like there was all the wait staff were in tuxes. Wow. And I just saw like walking past me was a tray of oysters what? and then champagne buckets and there was a live band and there was people drinking cocktails and everybody was dressed up and people had cigarettes and it was like, it was just, it felt like I walked into the 1920s Amazing. into the Great Gatsby. It was incredible and I couldn't tell you where this place is. <laughs> it almost seems like a dream but I swear I was wow. there. Wow. Yeah. Wow! I pass the baton to you. What's your New York story?
1: Oh, you know I haven't been back to New York in a really long time. <clears throat> I'm due for a trip actually this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sounds <laughs> there so on your
0: on your private jet.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> on your private jet, or are you going to uh, take a? The super? best
1: part this is like, <laughs> the best part about this is like. You know, like, a moment before we were talking about, like, this this year just being really <laughs> rough for both of us. Like, if you only went by this podcast, it would sound like we were some sort of jet setters.
0: It's funny because we were talking about how rough this year has been for us. You know, it, but here's the thing. A lot of people listening will be like, yeah, I'm having a rough year, too. It's true. But, you know, in this episode, we've managed to reflect back at some of the bougiest moments in our lives. Yeah. And it's put us in a good mood. Yeah. So if you're going through a rough time right now. We're with you.
1: Yes, we are.
0: And, you know, we sympathize and we, we can totally relate to it. And we hope you'll get out of that rough time. But if you can think or vicariously live, live through through, through our bougie moments in life, please feel free. If you want to take my stories and use them as your own. Go for it. Go for it. Just Enjoy it. Just tell people the story about... Me lost on a train and use it as your own. I give you total permission to but use my stories. But I think you stories. made
1: a good point before mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, a lot of these stories are from, it's not like we were living like, you know, we were literally backpacking or. Or you or, were paying for these expensive spas. The exp- yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: exactly. <laughs> it's not like they came out of your pocket. No, right? no, no, no. Yeah.
1: Um, Or we were just like, we were making it work on, you know, baguettes. Yeah. And cheese. I mean, most the, pl- of the, time. the plush
0: robe that you love <laughs> was someone else's. Let's point was that out. Was one
1: hundred percent someone else's.
0: And I will say this: sometimes the least bougie moments in your travels are the ones you remember.
1: Oh yeah, best. I remember. So here's my. my Oh, here's a good, bougie one. So when I was leaving Italy, because um, I didn't exchange semester there, and I stayed on in Milano for a few days after everyone had left, and uh, I'm not quite sure why I did that, mm. but uh, I decided to treat myself to a um, a massage at the Gucci Hotel.
0: Oh, my goodness, Nitty.
1: I think it was you, the Gucci hotel. You waited
0: till the end the to drop this one. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Uh, this is from way back when. And so, I. actually <laughs> <laughs> Lessons in customer service, you Italian can, style.
0: You can use this story that Nitty's about to tell as your own. Okay, right? I haven't
1: told this story in a really long time. But it's good. And so, uh, you go in, and um, there's a beautiful pool, and a lounge, and a waiting area. And there's also a steam, kind of like a, a communal steam area, which nobody warned me was communal, and so and nobody warned me, so, okay so so I put on my bathing suit went into the water, blah 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 and then I was like, great, let me go into the steam room so I had my bathing suit on in the steam room, well I walk in, and again, it's a communal steam room however, (laughs) there was this large very, very large man who decided that in a communal steam room, that what he would use instead of a bathing suit was a paper man song.
0: Yes, <laughs> he you're he would in you would use
1: for an aesthetic service. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nitty. <laughs> Nitty, you're in Europe, right? I know. It was totally one of those. What's funny is like, this happened to me in Sweden. Oh, just, okay, really? but continue. Now <laughs> I, I sound know. really good. And
1: I was like, "What do I do?" Like, it's one of those moments where it's like, "Okay, don't freak out," but at the same time, it's like this guy was like taking enough like up space and it sure. was like i i can't i can't look at it but it's like it's there it's and it's, an eclipse, it's, right? like it's an eclipse
0: right <laughs> oh it's eclipse. the
1: bulgari uh hotel. Yeah, okay. yeah yeah anyway so uh, I, I was
0: I, <laughs> what did you do was it just you and this yes, man in paper th- yes! <laughs> <laughs> wait so let's you're at a luxury hotel yes one of the most luxury hotels yes! in europe yes you know, after a fashion house, yes. you're in a beautiful steam yes. room. I picture marble everywhere. Yes, everywhere. It's
1: everywhere. Italian marble, beautiful. You know, Are you
0: sipping water? Oh, that's yes.
1: The, there's like infused water. Before infused water was a thing. you know. And it's,
0: it's just, you and, it's, and a man in and a paper thong. Very,
1: very large, hairy man. In
0: a paper thong. In a
1: paper thong. And I was just like, "What do I do?" And so then I had, then they came and called me for my massage, but I was really nervous like I was really frazzled for the entire. I couldn't relax. And then at the end, I did in what must have been my most like they they literally were like, so I complained. and yes. right? I complained you're in, like, in, in not not Bulgaria. Okay. and then most. they tried to. Then they tried to. So then the the woman the called the manager because I was like, this shouldn't be happening. Like you have to enforce a bathing suit of some kind because it's unhygienic. You're in a sweaty steam room, and this man's basically got his entire thi- like he's in a paper thong.
0: I think he thought he was being respectful, being in the paper thong, because he could have been out of, like one
1: hundred percent. He thought that, right. and then. They were trying to explain to me, well, you know it's it's a communal it's a communal space. Yeah. like that's just the way it is. I'm like, my problem is not with it being a communal space. My problem is with people not wearing attire mm. in the communal space of any kind think, virtually any kind.
0: I think you should be allowed to be naked in a communal okay, spot but if you' then want. say it. Then you, you know, wanted a sign. I wanted it?
1: either like yes, either. No,
0: Nitty, you're in on. Europe. You're in Europe, all <laughs> just right. Let they it all play hang like loose. they play by different rules. My Swedish <laughs> Swedish story is different. It was a communal spa and everyone was naked. Oh, and okay, I was but like,
1: that's different. And as
0: a North American, and at that time I think I was 17 because it was a school trip. Ah. And so we're in this communal spa, a bunch of us all in our bathing suits, and these people just trapeze in naked as if it's nothing, and it's very. Cultural—that's what Swedes and people in sure. Nordic countries do. So, which sure. is which is cool. But then
1: expect that <clears> but don't put like. <laughs> the Whole thing was just really weird. And there was no like towel. I'm not. I'm not, ju- no, I'm not. judging. No, no, no. I know that. And I think Anyways. the nitty
0: of today may have reacted different than. Oh, for sure.
1: But the nitty of then managed to complain enough to actually get the massage calmed. Love it. So I left without having to pay anything. And this that is was like, my bougie luxury
0: oh nitty. <laughs> luxury story i might use too. this i might use this story <laughs> as my own
1: and part of it was <sighs> also i had just spent I just spent the summer in France working at another luxury hotel, so I knew also How to complain. How to complain at luxury hotels. So that was probably my bougiest of bougie moments because it's like now I've cracked I've cracked the code of like white privilege.
0: It's so great. Nitty, can I just (laughs) How do I complain at a luxury hotel? Yeah, what is the best tip you would give our listeners if they have to complain at a luxury hotel?
1: I think at luxury hotels, like really, what they 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 really want to make it okay, and they would rather take the hit financially Mm -hmm. than have to deal with complaints. So at certain hotels, they're also they're also um, uh, evaluated based on whether or not some of these complaints are resolved.
0: Oh, interesting. Um, So so would it be safe to say, lodge your complaint, be steadfast with it. But don't go crazy.
1: Yeah, like be reasonable. Be reasonable. Be reasonable. And don't be rude. Okay. Like just, you know, be, be. don't be one of those people. Okay. There uh, you go. Um, yeah. Well,
0: I have to say this was the bougie episode. <laughs> it was. Lady, thank you for taking me on this journey. I apologize to any listeners who may have been offended by anything that we said or how <laughs> bougie we sounded. We're really not like that. But like I said, feel free to use our stories how you wish. And we hope you had a great time listening to this episode because I had a great time being on it
1: (laughs) as always uh, the insomnia project is produced by drumcast productions and we were recording in toronto Um,
0: a kind of bougie city a kind of
1: bougie city depending on where and what place you places you frequent Um, and uh, as always we hope that you listen and sleep